The following is a pre-recorded program. 906 at News Radio 680 WPTF. Tom Kearney here as every night, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 with a little bit of live and in real time radio. And we're going to invite you to join us for the next hour. It's just me and you. You are the guest tonight. We started about five years ago. It was the time when the BP oil explosion took up uh, a lot of news time in uh, in the Gulf. So that's probably about five years ago. Uh, I remember that as a, as a marker. Uh, doing a, a program occasionally, they had, they had always existed in my mind as a backup program. You know, about once or twice a year, somebody gets their wires crossed. Sometimes it's me. Uh, sometimes it's the guest or a guest cannot come or there's a problem of some sort, and we have to have what we call Plan B. And Plan B was always, or almost always, uh, what I call a nostalgia program, something to talk about, something that is driven not by the conversation that goes on here in this studio, but by the conversation that goes on between the host and the folks in the audience based on some topic that uh, has been preordained. Uh, we had one a couple of weeks ago where we talked about thumbing or bumming a ride, as my mother would say. The very first one we had, I think, was about the the service stations and, and the oil service stations in your hometown. And we had one about candy bars. And we've had one about fast food places and the stores and so on. Tonight, I want you to let your mind ro roam about, and you have to work at this. A lot of folks don't think along these lines. They just... Um, uh, tend to, to go down a straight line, but I want you to go down a straight line, but wander off to the side. So roll your minds back, and and uh, let's have a little bit of nostalgia because there must be some. There used to be a radio format called the music of your life, and to to consider with a small m the music of your life, the music that you've listened to, and tell me your first favorite song. It may have been Rockabye Baby, for all I know, or some lullaby. I, I wanted to play Lavender Blue the other night because that's my cat's name. And uh, I, indeed I did. But Lavender Blue, which many of you have heard, John may, may even play a little bit of it for you, say, coming out of the half-hour news break tonight. But it is a lullaby from about 1635, something that was sung to uh, a baby to go to sleep, and, and it is sort of nonsensical in part, and but that doesn't matter. The baby doesn't know what you're saying anyway. It's the, it's, it's the voice and the tone and the warmth that, that conveys what wants to go on. But I want to know what your favorite song is, the first one that you can remember, and I'm going to share of, of mine with you, hoping to kick your mind into motion. A lot of folks will say, well, I, I, I really can't pick just one. Uh, well, Try to do it just, just this time. Try to think about when you were a kid and there was something that came out of the radio that you really liked. Many of you radio listeners through the radio know my brother. And I gave him a record when he was four years old, John, and it was Puff the Magic Dragon. And he, he liked that then and he continues to like that. It was a, a popular song, Peter, Paul, and Mary. I think when I was small, I liked a song called Mockingbird. Uh, if that mockingbird don't sing, Papa's going to buy you a diamond ring. I think my mother may have sung that to me, but there, there, there's a version of it that's really up to rock and roll standards that James Taylor and Carly Simon did. Who knows, we may hear a little bit of that tonight. But I also liked Burl Ives and the Weavers, songs like On Top of Old Smokey. And uh, 
Irene Goodnight. We played that a bunch of times about seven plus years ago, almost eight years ago when we had a hurricane named Irene. But tell me your favorite song. And I, I think about this a lot at this time of year because we've had over the last week a really great full moon. And, it, of course, the, the placement of Easter has to do with that full moon. Uh, and I can remember 1962, my favorite song of all, my favorite recorded song of all. These do not have to be recorded, but probably they would be. It was something you heard on the radio or if you're a little bit younger, maybe on television or through some other music source. But what is your first remembrance of a song that you thought, that's one I'd like to hear again? Maybe you didn't even, you were not old enough to even have the thought, but you knew when it came out that it was pleasant. I was driving or riding, I can't remember which, uh, from Winston-Salem to Goldsboro, and it was probably April or early May of 1962, and the, the full moon was shining, and the song that was popular then remains to be my favorite song, and that was Ray Charles's version of I Can't Stop Loving You. And so whenever I hear that song, there is a moment in which I go back to whatever day that was, actually in the night in 1962. So Tell me your song, and if you have a memory connected to it, sometimes it's a marker. Maybe you remember you were uh, sweet on somebody. Maybe you had a crush on somebody. Maybe you were dating somebody. Maybe you were about to get married. One of the ways that these songs pop up sometimes is it was our song. I, I don't know if folks today, given what I hear coming out of some radios, can actually have a song, but maybe you can tell me about that too. You're welcome to join us. The conversation needs to take place between you and I. Don't be bashful. As my Baptist friends would say, come on down to the front of our church here and testify, and you do that by telling us your first favorite song. 919 is our area code, 860-9783 is the number. If you have letters on your telephone, 9783 is our call letters, WPTF. So it would be 860-WPTF. Give us a call. Tell us your first favorite song, a memory, a bit of nostalgia. 916 on News Radio 680 WPTF, 919-860-9783. Converse with us about uh, the first song you remember uh, as you're, you're latching on to it and thinking, that's my favorite song, and I'll, I would love to hear that. And if you were a little older, perhaps you would want to buy the record or ask your parents to buy the record for you, or you would tune in to your favorite radio program to hear it. I used to listen to the Top 40 every Saturday night uh, when I was uh, real young and, and into junior high. And I have some notebooks where I did some homework kind of stuff, John, that I, on the border over on the side, I wrote down the top 40. It's kind of like a, a fun memory thing now. Here she is again. <laughs> Am I a pest, Tom? No, you are not a pest. No, we we enjoy it. And I hope you don't mind us joking around with you a no, little bit. Not a, no, once in a while you've been sarcastic. I don't like sarcasm. I, when, when have I been sarcastic to I you? I don't remember because it, it was a long time ago, but I okay. remember sarcasm because that's my least favorite kind of humor. I apologize but because I you're too nice. No, and you had two. time you're very good. You're, you behave, and I like your humor. <laughs> and I was going to tell you last night was one of the best. Um, programs you've ever had, and your anecdotes were as interesting as his. Well, I think we were both pleased uh, uh, because we don't usually get a, a lot of calls because people may uh, 
may have liked Shakespeare, but they, unless they're an academic, they tend to not remember it. And you offered up two quotations, and, and Dr. Walton, I think, was impressed that uh, you, you did that. So I, well, I don't want to speak for I, him. but I, I got cut off from, from the um, line or something, and I couldn't hear what he said, where he said, um, be true to that, to thine own self, be true, where that comes from. Do you know what play? Hamlet. Huh? Hamlet. Hamlet. Oh, well. Yes, I knew that one. I did not know the other one. Well, but I don't know the other one either. What was the other one? I don't remember. Can do you have it at, 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 at in your mind now? Sweeter the uses of adversity. Right. I, I, but I, I don't remember the the play from. Well, I'll tell you what you can do if you want to take time to do it. Is okay. the the program is on the website. You can. It's like a podcast. You can okay. call it up and and listen to it and. Uh, I will communicate with him and see if I can find out what the sweet are the uses of adversity. Yes. And okay. then it, it goes on, which like the ugly toad, ugly and venomous, wears yet a precious jewel in his head. Okay, I remember. Now, I did not rem- recollect that one, but I actually uh, want one of my favorite TV programs. Uh, the uh, father, a father and son were having a conference and uh, they, one of them recited the to, to thine own self be true. And the father was proud of the son because whatever challenges he had encountered, he had been true to himself. And that's just something to be said for that these days. There's not a whole lot of that going on. No, there's not, unfortunately. And, uh, well, I'm glad there's something on TV like that. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised that there was something. Well, it's not on very often. I'll tell you what it is. It's a, it's a program that's a, that's on usually on uh, Hallmark TV. Oh, yeah. It's a series of movies uh, called Signed, Sealed, and Delivered. And they, they've been on about two a year since uh, 2014. And I have I think I have read that they're going to make at least one more. And uh, I enjoy it because it's very well written. The, the lady who wrote these... Is the lady who wrote "Touched by an Angel"? Oh my gosh! Well, it has to be good then. It is. It is good, and the the characters there. There's a, a very light bit of romance in it that I I enjoy, and uh, because there's a lot of double talk going on, they're saying things, but they're not saying things. And uh, if you know what I mean, they mm-hmm. they're they're not as clear as they might be, uh, but but they understand what they're saying. I think. Uh, and it's the Hallmark Channel. It's, it, they're on the Hallmark Channel. I think the Hallmark Channel is opening up a, a new channel that you have to subscribe to. It's like $5 a month or something like that, uh-huh. and they're going to be on there. Uh, but they have been in the past on the Hallmark Mysteries Channel. Uh, signed, sealed, and delivered. Signed, sealed, and delivered. The, the, the people in it work in the dead letter office at the uh, at the post office, and uh, they— the mystery that made it a mystery is they try to return dead letters to people, and inevitably the returning of the letters generates a story. That's how it's—I love that. That's well, like a fantastic concept. Well, I will recommend it to anybody, uh, and uh, they uh, uh, sometimes show them on the Mystery Channel now, but I think they're going to move them to, that, to the other, other channel, but I'm not totally sure about that. Uh, anyway. Okay. Well, I'm going to get, and it's a series of, of, okay, stories built on that. You know, it reminds me of a movie, um, golly, it, t- probably 20 to 25 years ago that was, I don't remember the channel anyway, um, or the network, but it was called Dear God. Mm-hmm. And um, it was about work, working in the uh, post office, and, and people wrote letters to God, 
and the male staff got them somehow was legitimate somehow they got them and tried to fulfill their wishes or something well there is one episode of this that uh, one of the early episodes and the episodes are, are movies and two hours long uh, that deals with Christmas and the question of of what happens when a letter is addressed to God and, and the child wants something or or, or addressed to Santa Claus. There's a lot of uh, discussion among the people, the characters, about that. And so it's it's very interesting in, in that respect. But now... Oh, how steep. And don't you, you dare think about retiring. You talk about that once in a while. Now, Tom, we can't lose you, so well, don't think about retiring. Well, you, you have to do what you have to do, but, but there, there are no plans at the moment. But who knows what their plans are? What we need to know from you yes, is what I've your song it. is. I've got it. Well, it's a tie. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a theme from Exodus by Ferrani and Teicher. Right. And a theme from a summer place. I had a humongous crush on Troy Donahue, pre-teenage. Right. And But I love that song. And uh, those two really penetrated. Well, that's, that song is much better than the movie is, though. Yeah. I, I know. You didn't like See, I like the We've movie. had this conversation in part before. That's a, yeah. And the, the Summer Place movie is kind of a sweaty Southern movie, I think, you know, where they... It's in black and white, as I remember. And, uh, 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 uh. Uh-uh. I think you're thinking about something else, Tom. Okay. Because it, it was a, a really good story. I mean, it was kind of deep, but it, it made some points that okay. that were uh, needed to be made. <laughs> Maybe I need to go back and watch that. Okay, but A Summer Place and... and- and theme from Exodus by Ferrani and Teicher. I was in the um, beginning of my piano competitions at that point, and I remember playing ex- theme from Exodus on the piano, um, not in competition, but just for fun. And uh, I just, it just, oh, it kind of just propelled me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, inspired me to continue playing for all those years and, and competing. So, A song that I like, and then I better go, uh, that yeah. was out about then, uh, and I've, probably talked too much about it over the years is all the law which was out yeah. about that and troy donahue i believe was married to suzanne Plachette for a period of time and they were in a movie called uh rome adventure uh, rome adventure it's not a very good movie but it has a lot of beautiful scenery in it, and they're both nice looking people mm-hmm. and uh and uh, but that was the theme song it was filmed in italy and uh I, you know what i liked about it too tom is at the the uh the cinematography, well, being filmed in Italy, seeing the Italy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that that was the best thing. I'm trying to remember if that was, an, was she got interested in an older man or something like yeah. that. They were traveling around the country on a Vespa, and he was uh, not as well off as the older guy, and but he managed to, I think he managed to win the girl. I don't yeah. know. A lot of times that doesn't happen if you don't have enough cash. And, right, but, but he did. He I did, okay, he, good. He won her, and uh, Angie Dickinson was in it. She had some kind of side, you know, kind of the vamp or something. And, right, um, right. But, yeah, the Vespa, I remember that, too. That was, it was a, uh, you know, that that made the movie to me, the Vespa in Italy. <laughs> right. Well, there was a lot of really good scenes. 19, that movie came out in 1964, I think. Well, I'm going to have to okay. let you go now, but it uh, it's good to hear from you. I hope you had a good Easter, and, uh, and yeah, we will. It, it, it was. It was very good. It was quiet, and I needed it, and uh, I really, I really did. Um, enjoy it. So okay. I hope you did. Everything was fine. We we escaped the storm, so we were all right. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was a scary part. <laughs> yeah, we we looked up last Friday, and in, in Friday. particularly in Raleigh, and in and mostly in Wake County. Debbie, take care. All right.
right, I will. And you too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Debbie is one of our radio family. We sometimes call her Little Debbie because one of our shows that it was along this theme of nostalgia I had to do. What was, was well, it, it, it occurred when, um, uh, oh, what was the uh, Twinkies, when Twinkies came back. You know, Twinkies went away for a while. The, the place that was making them kind of went out of business and they sold the contract and the recipes to somebody else. And I think it was about a year that, that, that they weren't available or maybe two, but when they came back, we had a program. What was your favorite snack cake when you were a kid? And and Debbie picked Little Debbie. Little Debbie is actually a company, and uh, they had a question on Jeopardy one night, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, about Little Debbie, and the picture that is on the packages of Little Debbie products is actually the Little Debbie and her grandfather owned the company, and he, of course, if, you, if you're the boss, you get to— pick whoever's picture is on it. And he had a somebody paint a, a picture of his granddaughter, and she's on the Little Debbie Projects. I always like their uh, oatmeal cakes. We'll end up being nostalgic about snack cakes tonight if, we, tonight if we don't watch out. But what is your favorite song? There are more of you out there, I know, and you don't need to be bashful about this. Uh, if you are driving, uh, find yourself someplace that you can stop in a parking lot at the mall or, or wherever, uh, in your driveway before you go in the house and call us and tell us what was your favorite song, your first favorite song, not just a favorite song, but the one that you remember. You may have been four or five. I think I was probably about four or five when I was fond of On Top of Old Smoky, All Covered with Snow. Uh, and they made a movie out of that, too. And uh, Burl Ives, I think, sang the version that I liked. And uh, uh, Good Night, Irene, which the Weaver sang. And I particularly liked uh, the song uh, that uh, uh, Mockingbird that was done by, uh, well, there's a version of it done by some people from Greensboro, uh, Inez Fox, Inez and Charlie Fox did it. But it was done to a kind of a rock and roll uh, uh, tune. Uh, they, they just, they, it was not a lullaby, uh, in other words. 919 is our area code, 860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And my favorite song of all time, if you if you cannot think of your first song, tell me your favorite song, the one that, that we would call your Desert Island Disc, the one that you take with you. Now, that's a concept the British have. There's a program that's been on the BBC for probably 65, 70 years, and they invite famous people like John Sauter, our producer, to come and talk about their career, about their life, and to offer up, uh, if they had to go to a desert island, I think it's seven or eight records. Now, they might choose some other form now, but uh, but it, it ends up being what pieces of music or what songs. And it can be classical, it can be folk, it can be anything. Uh, the, one of the best that I've ever heard, in fact, was the American actor Tom Hanks was on there. And I learned a lot about Tom Hanks. Of course, he's won two, I think, Oscars and been nominated for many others. And I have enjoyed uh, a lot of the programs that he's involved in. In fact, lately I, I watched uh, some snippets, some clips from You've Got Mail, which is 1998. And I won, the next time I get to choose my most romantic songs, I'm going to put it up there along, when, along with When Harry at Sally and uh, Dr. Shivago, which were the ones that I picked this year on Valentine's Day. 
919-860-9783. We'd like to hear your choice of your favorite songs after this. The following is a pre-recorded program. Oh, 9.33 at News Radio 680 WPTF. Tom Kearney here. As I said at the top of the show, we're here every night, Monday through Friday, and we hope you will join us when you can. Uh, and we like to say that if you don't like it on any particular night, tune in the next night. It will probably be something completely different. Last night we had a tribute to uh, William Shakespeare, who died 404 years ago today. Uh, Dr. Gary Walton from the faculty at Meredith College was here with us, and we had a, a very good program and an enjoyable program where we found out a lot and about the importance of Shakespeare then and in our own day. And... Uh, that was uh, the intent in inviting uh, Dr. Walton. Uh, tonight, of course, we're having a nostalgia program. Tomorrow night, the Maddox boys, Doug and Austin, father and son, will be here to discuss what I call numismatics, which is uh, about coins, and philately, which is about stamps. They are regular visitors. They come every six to eight weeks and talk with us. And Ernie Dollar, uh, the director of the City of Raleigh Museum, will be here on Thursday night. This is about the time of year. Uh, back in 1865 when uh, Raleigh was under the gun. Raleigh was in the Civil War. William Tecumseh Sherman was in the neighborhood, and that, uh, well, that promised problems. But uh, Ernie will talk about that on Thursday night. Friday night will, of course, be trivia night. I am told by my producer that Ed is on line one, and uh, I'm not sure which Ed it is. Which Ed is it? Hey, Tom, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. What's wrong? What is wrong with your throat? You're Ed, Ed near Cameron Village, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, I understand completely. Now, uh, did did they have music and record players and stuff like that in Robertson County? Well, yeah. I mean, did you have a favorite song? Did your granny sing you a lullaby or something? Well, um, not that I remember. <laughs> okay, I'm just picking at you now. I'm trying to find a, trying to find an answer. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that my mom did, too, but um, uh, I, I don't remember them. But I, I tell you what I do remember. Okay. When I was about four years old, I heard Elvis Presley sing All Shook Up on the radio. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I, I tell you, man, I just love that song. And you still love that song, I bet. still love that song. Is that your favorite Elvis song? It, it's, I, I, I think probably so. Uh, that is a toss-up between All Shook Up and uh, Jailhouse Rock. Okay. Well, I like the Elvis songs before and up to the time he went in the Army. When he came back, he got kind of mellowed out and became a movie star and, and, you know, went on tour a lot and everything, but didn't make as good of records, I don't think. He, they were I, all right. I agree with you. The, um, the, 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 the black leather Elvis, mm -hmm. you know, before he went into the Army, right. that, was, that was the best Elvis. When did Jailhouse Rock come out? What, do you have any idea what year it was? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure. But I heard it in uh, 1955. That's pretty early now. That's about the I, time that I he... think it came out around 53. Okay. Or 54, somewhere around there. Okay. Do you know the movie, the Blues Brothers movie? 
Yeah, I do. Well, that's you know they they run that over the 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 uh, Blues Brothers Orchestra, I guess you'd call it the band. Do that. You know, uh, Rock is uh, one of the one of the tunes of it. Right, and they do it over the credits at the end of it because by this time they the, all those policemen who wrecked their cars, eighty or ninety of them, have have caught them now, and they're going to be doing the Jailhouse Rock literally. And and the and the police all sit there and enjoy the show before they arrest them. <laughs> the police. That's very good. You, you're showing where your raisins are now, Ed. Well, well, of course. <laughs> you know, I, I, I let it shine every once in a while. So yeah. you, you like Jailhouse Rock, then. We're going to put that down for you. John, write uh, that all down. Shook up. All shook up. I'm sorry. Yeah, all shook up. I, right. I tell you what, if if somebody listens to all shook up and their, their toes don't, or their foot, foot doesn't start tapping, Something's wrong with. Well, what now? The rest of that, you're supposed to put a toe tag on them if they're <laughs> there. If they, if they, if they're not tapping their toes or their toes are not twitching, kind of like uh, there was an episode of That's Mash right. when they. That's right. It's it's time for them to uh, to go see the Undertaker. Go see the Undertaker. There, there are a number of songs that are like that that I I just I don't see how anybody can listen to them and and not start tapping their feet. Well, let's see if we're going to go into a break here in about six or seven minutes. And as we go into this break, we're going to ask our producer, uh, John, to play a song that I feel that way about. And it's called In the Mood. By In the Glenn, Mood is by, another one. By Glenn Miller. We'll listen to just a few seconds of that as and we slip into. Jackie Wilson song uh, called Higher. Higher and Higher. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Electric, they called him. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, that, that's one of those that uh, if you don't start moving to that, yeah, uh, it's, it's time to see the Undertaker. Well, we're going to let you go now, Ed. <laughs> okay. You slip uh, off somewhere and listen to your Jackie Wilson records, all right? Well, I, I, have, a, I, I have a lot of those songs well, downloaded. I, I understand. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have them assembled in, uh, uh, in, in a way where I can just, I can just turn my, my laptop on. Okay. You've got your own mix then, okay? That Absolutely sounds good. I do. Well, you're all right. That'll keep you out of trouble, Ed. <laughs> okay, Tom. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Ed is, as you can tell, a member of our radio family. That's why we are perhaps so familiar with him. Uh, that is, um, and he lets us get away with it. And uh, But we have a little fun when Ed calls. Uh, I'm not sure who this is, John. Who is it? Is it little? Did you let little Debbie back in the building here? <laughs> he did. Well, what what what's up? I, I came in the rear door. Um, no, I was just saying if if you didn't get any more calls, I was going to tell you my favorite song of all time. Okay, John found the answer. Yeah, to your he, told he probably told you. Like okay, and I really appreciate that because I I, I takes me. I have to go to the library to use the internet, and it's just trouble. So anyway, but um. Yeah, I love that. Oh, what y'all were talking about? That was interesting. That last uh, Ed. But um, anyway, it's Moon River. I, I just uh, Andy Williams Moon River or anybody's version of it. I just mm -hmm. love that song. I never ever get tired of it. And that, 
That's my favorite song, I think, of all time. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you something, and then I'm going to run you off because okay. we're cheating now. But I know. when I was a student at Wake Forest, we had a radio station then, and it, it is the NPR station for the triad now, but it was mostly student-oriented in those days, okay? There was no NPR. This was a long time ago, and we had a music show on every night from 10 till midnight called Deacon Light Serenade, and it was they wouldn't let us play rock and roll, so we played mushy love song request, okay? Mm -hmm. In fact, I did a show here uh, from 1986 to 1990 like that, like Mr. Curtis does on, on Sunday night now. And, mm -hmm. and it was, really we had requests and, and uh, Stardust and uh, The Platters and things like that. But the two most requested songs were Moon River uh, and it was usually some guy in in the dorms dedicating it to some girl in the dorms or vice versa. Uh, but Moon River and Aldila were the two most requested songs at that time. So, so I'm not surprised because, I mean, I, I mean, Aldila is right up there uh, right after Moon River, I think. Well, I tried to give you a present uh, once before uh, by way of a song, and you never mentioned it, so I, I don't know, know if you got it. I love I mean, it was a wonderful song, Crystal Gale, the music, the lyrics. But, Tom, it doesn't, it's not relevant to me. <laughs> well, it doesn't, doesn't have to be relevant for you to be, to be beautiful, I don't think. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, this is, you know. Oh, I don't know you well enough to, I, <laughs> I don't know you well enough to, to prescribe a song, but it's a. It's a it is the, a beautiful song. The song for the rest of the audience that I commend to you. I've tried to do two or three songs that I really like like that, and like I Can't Stop Loving You is one. Mm -hmm. uh, but That's also beautiful. the song we were talking about is by Crystal Gale, and it's called When I Dream. Yes. that Honestly, that's the, the prettiest song she's ever sung. But you know what, Tom? Sometimes the flip side of the hits are my favorites. The flip side of uh, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue is I like um, better than that one. Okay. And, uh, that's happened with uh, with. What? Is, well, you didn't tell us the name of it. Now you. Well, of name of what? Of the song that's on the flip side I, of. I don't remember it. Oh, you should not lead us out in in the road and not. Uh, I well, know it. that's not fair. Uh, and, but I also like the the um the big bands music too, like in the mood. Oh, I love that. Well, John's going to play some of that for us here in three or four minutes. Uh, apropos of Crystal Gale, and then I didn't need to go. I keep okay. wandering off the road tonight. Uh, when you go back to your YouTube or wherever you listen uh -huh. to that, there's a song, I, I don't know how to describe it, that she did called Down River Road that uh, that you uh -huh. should listen to. It's, I uh, will. And Down who River knows? Road. I don't know if it, that applies to you, but maybe, maybe it does. Who knows? <laughs> It might, but don't take it wrong if it doesn't, okay? Okay, Down River Road. Down River Road. Okay. Yeah, the other one was just talking about makeup and, and uh, dreaming, and I, I don't hardly do any makeup, and I don't dream, so there you go. Well. But, but it was a beautiful song, her voice and the music, and well, they pretty lyrics. It's just, you know, it's not Debbie. Well, the, 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 the second line will tell everybody who's listening, when I dream, uh, it, it's always said, uh, but uh, the the answer to that, she says, is I dream of you, and that's a kind of a nice thing. Well, it is. It's, it's kind of like Frank, fr like Frank Ifield's song, uh, the British recording artist who who says, when I when the angels ask me to recall the thrill of them all, what does he say? I will tell them I remember you. I love that. That's, I 
Well, I, I didn't remember who did it, but I love that song. You can tell I'm a recovering romantic. We need to go. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's like a recovering alcoholic. And I don't mean to make light recovering alcoholic, but the point is, is you never, you, you, you recover, but you never get over it. And you have to be careful. I do not, if I hear that when Harry Met Sally's on, I have to avoid watching it. Uh, it gets me into trouble. But 919-860-9783, what song is your favorite song? You, you, you must have one. It may have been... Bridge over troubled waters would would be a good one, or don't it make my brown eyes brown eyes blue? I heard a song recently on our sister station WPTK on eight fifty. Sometimes when I drive home at night, I listen to it because they have good uh, timely songs and romantic songs. I think from seven to midnight every day, but they're uh, just right radio is what they call themselves. And uh, the Forester Sitters. I fell in love again last night, and the. the it's a really a good arrangement of that. 919-860-9783. Why don't you give us about a minute of, uh, of uh, Glenn Miller here, and then we'll have our commercials, and we'll be back. News Radio 680 WPTF. Tomorrow night, we're going to talk with the Stephen Coyne guys, uh, Doug and Austin Maddox. A little bit of history, a little bit of uh, uh, numismatics and philately uh, and uh, other things. Artistic questions about coins. An interesting program, you see. And uh, Thursday night, when Sherman came to Raleigh, when the Civil War came to Raleigh in 1865 in April, that's what we'll talk about tonight. We're going to talk. John, you said this is Billy, right? Billy and Garner. Hello. Hello. Clayton. Oh, okay. You're, you're uh, in Clayton. Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Tom Kearney. Uh, I think I was a junior, maybe. <laughs> My daddy had not long before that got an AM, FM, RCA uh, table radio. Man, that was just sit in front of that thing. I shouldn't have. <laughs> But I get my homework done, and I'd sit in there. It was a, a group I cannot remember their name, uh, but they did. Uh, uh, I oh, love you. I don't. No, not you much. You don't squeeze. You don't please me <laughs> when you squeeze me. No, not much. Right. <laughs> I... The title of the song was No, Not Much. I bet you don't remember that. Oh, I do remember that. I'll bet John can e- even discover who sang that song, No, Not Much. Uh, but, uh... I can't remember. They were college dudes, I guess. And they did another one that was real, real, real beautiful uh, tune, melody. Uh, but uh, it was uh, the other one was, was My Little Angel, I think, was the name of that one. Okay. Uh, they, uh, they, were, they were super fellas. Did, did I understand you one time to say that uh, you worked at the Mount Olive Pickle Company maybe in the, in the summer? In the, I in did the, not. I worked at a radio station in Mount Olive about two blocks okay. from the Pickle Company. W, WDJS. <laughs> WDJS. That's exactly uh, right. I, was, I, I worked at Mount Olive Pickle uh, from uh, January of 1961 to the middle of 67. And in the office, we had the old punch card system. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You could yeah, smell well, you could uh, smell the brine uh, in the air, couldn't you? Five, Billy, five Billy? Pieces, yeah. But stop, yeah. let me let me say a word. You could smell the brine down there, couldn't you? Yeah, and, and uh, I'd, 
You know, I'd leave uh, work sometime at night. I room with a good couple uh, up, over, over upstairs, and and I'd I'd be going back up to my room, and I'd be on my my little Vauxhall, have my radio on, and I would hear a fellow. I think he took over after Jimmy Caps, and he wasn't with WPTF long. Name of Kelly Early. Uh, does, does that? That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. There were a number of folks who filled in that particular yeah, yeah, slot. He, he was. A, he was kind of a. I don't know. He. Was, I graduate. He. We. We were in our graduating class, and I think he was our class president. And he never has been to one of our class reunions. I don't know if he's listening to this. Well, where did you go to? Where, where, where did you? But, uh, I just. I just thought I'd give you a call there. And uh, my my wife, my future my future bride's favorite song was uh, "Sugar in the Morning, Sugar in the Evening, Sugar at Supper Time." Right, I remember. Remember that you're dating yourself now. Well, yes, we need to we need to get out of here. So you go and somebody sung that. Okay, good talking with you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Billy. Sugar in the morning, sugar. I used to know who did that one, but. Uh, so his favorite songs and the four lads is that what you said John the song the first couple of songs that he named uh, that were his favorites uh, John Salter is doing what a good producer does and that is he keeps the program on the air pushes the buttons answers the phone and when it's necessary looks up uh, information that we may need to uh, to get matters straight uh, we could probably st- stuff in one more caller if, if we, we had to uh, I will say that among when I was picking my favorite songs, I said that Ray Charles' uh, I Can't Stop Loving You was, was my favorite song. It is then, and it still remains. But uh, when I was, if I had to, to, to haul off a couple of albums, I always liked a group that recorded from the mid-'50s um, to around 1960. And, and I say that because I'm a purist. They were called the Platters, and you probably will say, no, I saw the Platters at... at uh, at Atlantic Beach in 1975, well, there were a lot of copycat groups uh, that were traded on the Platters' names, but the original Platters, uh, Tony Williams was the lead singer, and he's the, he, the rest of the group more or less stood around and went doo-wop, doo-wop, and uh, uh, he left the Platters in 60 or 61, I think, but uh, we're talking about Only You and uh, Enchanted, Heaven on Earth, Remember When, uh, twilight Time, uh, uh, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, My Prayer. Oh, I'm going to have to go home and listen to a few pop tunes tonight. Well, anyway, we've had a little bit of nostalgia for music of days gone by, and I uh, appreciate all the folks who called and were a part of our program tonight.